the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. The Blues Booth is brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. When it's time for new flooring in your home, real wood provides the best long-term value. Boardwalk has great floors for every home. Visit our three area showrooms and online at boardwalkhardwood.com. to the Brown Crouppen Celebrity Line and into the Blues booth with the voice of the St. Louis Blues, Chris Kerber. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Randy, I'm doing good. How are you? Everything's great. And everything we read coming out of the NHL Insiders seems to lead, at least me, to believe that we're going to have a season that starts in mid-January. What are you hearing? You know what? Uh, yeah, I think I think we're getting closer and closer to it. I think what I'm hearing, Randy, is the fact that while they haven't been able to come to uh, distinct terms on how the financials are really supposed to work, uh, you know they have a they have a memorandum of understanding from uh, from the return to play scenario. The players seem to more really dig themselves in on that one. Uh, so they've gone to the other things that they can't find agreement on and get moving. Look, in my opinion, it's just my opinion. I don't I don't know if this is right or wrong. Like I don't know how close things were really to say not getting done or getting done, but. I just, in under no scenario did I see the NHL being the only league to not play. You know, I mean, it would, when you're watching, as we've talked about, soccer playing in Europe, when you watch MLS, NBA, NFL, MLB, NASCAR, when you watch it all happen here, there was never in any doubt in my mind that, that we're going to be playing. Um, it, it was just a matter of when. And the reality of it is, too, is I, I don't think the players are willing to give up Christmas, uh, nor, nor should they, and that's fine. Uh, for training camps and things like that. So if that has camp starting right after Christmas, you got to figure a couple week window. I mean, three week time, somewhere that third, second, third week of January makes sense. And curbs are kind of running out of time if they want to get a sizable amount of games on the schedule because the NHL is worried about the Stanley Cup playoffs and the or excuse me and the Olympics that are both handled by NBC hand are happening in the summer. So, what do you think the amount of games is going to look like on the schedule? Well, we've talked about this a lot. I, I've always I've always felt that it's somewhere between that that fifty six and. 62 range is where the home run was going to end up being. And the reason for that is, is if you go back and you look at the 94, 95 uh, lockout situation, you look at the 12, 13 lockout situation, they've got a template for a 48 game season and they can get this thing started sooner, sooner than that. So when you're talking about not being able to play in front of fans, I think that TV revenue is so critical. So to get more games in, that is definitely going to matter. And, you know, the other thing, too, Michelle, is I I think the reality is people still accept the world that we're in right now. Now, I don't know that fans are sitting there saying, wow, this isn't an 82-game season. It's, 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 you know, this is not right. 
I think they understand that we're still bridging the gap of what COVID has done to the, you know, to the economy and to everybody. So that being said, their bigger plan is realizing, okay, last season got messed up. This season will be a little messed up, but we put ourselves on path to be on track for a full schedule and a full calendar for the 21-22 season. And I think that uh, you've got to keep that part in mind too. Curbs, if the NHL can do that, if they can achieve training camp that starts on January 2nd and a season that starts on January 13th or 14th. What do you think the main thing that Craig Berube and his coaching staff have to accomplish is in that two-week training camp? You know what? So if we go back to what Craig told us when he was able to kind of put his mind around what happened during that bubble is I think he really wished that the players had kind of come into town and been a little more ready to go prior to the start of that camp. I think that's the key. I really think that's the key right now. And a lot of players are back in town. A lot of players are already skating. There are players already going out to team. And I'm pretty sure at this point they're already being tested, not on a daily basis, but on a regular basis. Okay, so I, I believe that process has already started, Randy. And I think that they learned that lesson. And I think that lesson was spelled out to the players pretty doggone well what's expected. I also get the sense from talking to some of the, the players Man, there's a hunger. Uh, there, there's a hunger again, and and they're excited to get back at it. So, I think he'll have to ramp up the intensity. I think he'll have to find some line combinations. I think you're going to have to be somewhat careful at the same time because I just don't think you can. You know, it's been a shortened training camp. I think you're risking some injuries going right into game schedules. But the reality of it is, is I think the biggest part of it is our guys ready to go before that camp even starts. Curbs, we spoke to Robert Thomas on the show yesterday who, like you just said, had mentioned that he was back in town. And we spoke to him about the opportunity that lays before him this season with Vladimir Tarasenko out about becoming a top six guy and having a a massive chance to take that next step for the St. Louis Blues. And he talked about how Army and Barubi have had those conversations with him and they've you know, informed him, this is a big shot for you. And he said he loves the pressure and that he's looking forward to the challenge. And that has to be a great thing for Blues fans to hear, right? You know what, early on, uh, I think it is, and and I heard the interview that you guys did with him. It, it wasn't, I mean, I don't think we were a month into his rookie season. I was talking to Keith Kachuk, and he goes, Curbs, I'm telling you right now that if they could redo that draft, this kid's uh, probably a top five, top ten pick easily in that first round, not not 20th where the Blues got him. When I listened to to Robert Thomas talk, like you asked him the question about playing center versus the wing, and he said, "I don't think there's that much of a difference." And you know, and then you asked him, you know, do players really think about the top six role? And he's like, no, "I don't really, you know, think so. I think you just get out there, you you know, your role and you play." There's there's a real level of maturity to him, and I just I get the sense when I listen to Robert Thomas talk, uh, and, and when you're around him, that he continues just to be an absolute sponge. Uh, for information and how to get things done. So, yeah, there's there's the on-ice part that he's got to work on, but th- there's just a level of hockey smarts and approach to him that makes you think and, and really gives you no doubt that he's going to continue to succeed and grow. And Curbs, when we look at the best players that we've ever seen, whether it's here in St. Louis with people like McKinnis and Pronger and Brad Hall and Adam Oates and Bernie Federico, uh, 
even Vladimir Tarasenko, or when you look at the history of the league, the very best players in the league, one common denominator, and I don't want to say that Robert Thomas is on his way to the Hall of Fame right now, but they make players around them better in some way, shape, form, or manner, whether it's creating space for them or being able to get the puck out of the zone if you're a defenseman or being able to dish, having vision. Robert Thomas has those attributes. He makes people around him better. Yeah, and I think as his confidence grows, you're going to see that more and more. You're absolutely right. Uh, You have good players. You can have great players. You can have great effective players and potential Hall of Fame players that just that achieve a lot, but but don't necessarily fit that category. Man, I agree with you, Randy. You've got to have a few players that no matter who you put with them, they're going to be better because they are with them. And and I think Robert's got that ability. You know, to grow into it, and I think, look, you still have that patience. Remember, he's on. This was just—he's going into year three. I thought it was pretty telling when he answered the question of, you know, my rookie year we won. Last year <laughs> kind of stunk. You know, I mean, I, I'm like, that's a that's a pretty telling thing. The guy comes in, goes, hey, this is going to be pretty easy. So, um, I, look, I I like where he's at. I like the growth that he has. But I'm going to say, look. I talked to Craig Berube about this too, and I love this comment. He he mentioned he didn't say Robert Thomas is going to be a top six player. He said Robert Thomas is going to be given a chance to be a top mm-hmm. six player. Yeah, and I said, well, that's that's a telling statement because that means he still has to earn it. And he says, absolutely, every single player, no matter how many years you've been playing, you still have to earn it. So while yes, we hope that he fills in in that top six uh, in a top six role and slides into that. He's going to have to earn it, so I don't think anything's written in stone on that front. Can I give you the all-time example in hockey of a player that makes somebody else better? Yes. Okay, a player player named Warren Young. Started with the Minnesota North Stars, played four games with one goal in his first two years, 81, 82, 82, 83. Gets traded to Pittsburgh, 83, 84, down the stretch, he gets one goal in 15 games. In 84, 85, they put him on a line with Mario Lemieux, and Warren Young scores 40. He goes to Detroit as a free agent, scores 22. And then he goes back to Pittsburgh and doesn't play with Lemieux anymore, scores 8-0, and by 88, he's out of the league. He, the one year he played with Mario Lemieux, he scored 40. The other six years that he played in the NHL, he couldn't play a lick. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that it was Warren that made Mario better? <laughs> uh, no, no, not quite. <laughs> you, see, you, you know what? Listen, I, I Randy, I agree with you, like, and, and now that's obviously quite an extreme example. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you got to recognize and, and players in all sports have to recognize when certain situations are in their, are, are in their favor. And I'll, I'll give you a great example of, of that. Um, Craig Conroy, right? A, a fourth line player moved a third line player with Joel Quenville was never going to be more than that. Right. And the same. So, so the blues sent him to, to Calgary. And he ends up playing on a top line with Jerome McGinley and puts up 70-plus points several years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Ends up signing uh, because of that, and he earned it, but because of that, he ends up signing a large contract with the L.A. Kings, uh, uh, a four-year deal. It was one of those like four times, you know, four or five, a, a really good deal for him, but he ended up not seeing that contract out with the L.A. Kings. He ended up going back to the Calgary Flames. And and the reason, you know, was it was just where he was comfortable. And ironically, Craig Conroy is still in management now with Calgary. So, you know, sometimes it's situation, sometimes it's opportunity. 
and Craig got his opportunity. Yep. Now, Robert Thomas, going back to the whole point there, Robert Thomas is going to be given that opportunity, and he's going to be given an opportunity with some really, really good players, and it's up to him to take advantage of it. Curbs, we know you have a meeting to get to. We appreciate your time this morning. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, have a terrific week. Uh, We'll talk to you real soon. All right, see you later. That is the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber on 101 ESPN. Coming up, Jeremy Rutherford had an interesting poll of his readers as to how the Blues are performing off the ice. And we will hear some of those questions and give you the answers next on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.